0: There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ShumbaCasino.com. No
1: purchase necessary. BDW. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Gear ratio real. Slow.
0: I'm going to talk to you today from the subject, a technique that does the trick. And remind you also that I don't let my subject interfere with what I have to say. A bit of definition for a moment. Let's define the word technique. Technique, a method of accomplishing a desired aim. A method of accomplishing a practical purpose. Technique, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. So today I'm going to talk about a method and methods of achieving and maintaining health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And of course, we're always talking about this because the science of living, as we call it, is a technology of living. And we're constantly giving you practical ways and means of accomplishing your good aims. I want to share with you This subject from a success idea by the same name, a technique that does the trick. And I want to talk about the success idea for just a moment. Everything in your life comes from the ideas in your mind. And you're never going to get any further in life than the ideas in your mind. And each month I publish what I call a spoonful of positive ideas for you to feed to your mind, to nourish it so that it will be strong in achieving the purpose that you desire. A success idea can take anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to read. But when you take this extra time each day to read and to study and to contemplate upon a powerful idea, it will make a difference in your life. Because again, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In this success idea, technique that does the trick, I refer to a very interesting technique used by a very rich and successful man the way he begins his day i didn't name him in the success idea but i'll tell you who he is now it's w clement stone and he uses the term pma positive mental attitude and it is said that he begins his day every day by saying i feel good i feel great i feel terrific and I'm sure that if some purely intellectual people were to hear a grown man, a business executive, a multi-millionaire going around shouting, I feel great, I feel good, I feel terrific, they'd probably say, well, you know, maybe we'd better commit him. He's old and senile. But more than that, for years, Mr. Stone, in his organizational meetings and salesman's meetings, he would teach his sales staff and his organizational people to sing that old Sunday school song, I feel the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And all of this which I'm explaining is the technique by which one pumps up his feelings. And may I say to you that you should make it a practice every day and especially in the mornings to pump up your feelings. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. I want to repeat it again. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. If listening to a particular piece of music makes you feel better, that too is a spiritual mental technique. So many times, you know, people divide between the so-called spiritual and the secular without really understanding the mind science behind things. And may I say to you, whatever is good and right, and it does not hurt you, and it does not harm anyone else, but it helps you to lift up your feeling nature, that is a good spiritual technique. Wherever people get together and rejoice, that's good. That's a good spiritual mental technique for lifting up your feelings. And of course, this is really the meaning in the Bible, where Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You see, the serpent crawls on its belly, and the belly represents the feeling nature. And you should not go through life crawling on your belly. In other words, with your feelings low. Feeling low. And you remember, for the healing of the people, Moses was instructed to make a brazen serpent and hold it up. And everyone who would look up, would be healed and would live. Again, as I said, it really means that we're not to go through life crawling in our feeling nature, but we are rather to lift up our feeling nature, to lift up our hearts, to lift up our minds, to lift up our emotions. And we are to do those things which do not harm us and which do not harm anybody else, which help to lift up our feeling nature. You've got to learn how to be high on happiness their wonderful television minister in this area preached a sermon, I believe, once on television. That was the title of it, How to Be High on Happiness Every Day. So every day you should ride a mighty high. You should lift up the serpent. Lift up your feelings. Again, that beautiful psalm bespeaks this when it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. And whatever makes you feel low, like a serpent crawling on its belly, you should leave it alone and lift up your feelings. You should not even go back into your past and think upon those bad experiences in the past that make you feel low. Stop thinking about that dirty deal that that SOB did you last year. <laughs> it makes you feel low. Be careful how you read that newspaper. For God's sake, don't listen to that news before you go to sleep. That 11 o'clock news will give you a lethal dose of bad vibration. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whosoever believeth in him should live. Again, to define the technique that I'm talking about, it's a technique of lifting up your feelings. You know, I told you that life meets you like you meet life. You see, and you should meet life with a feeling of joy, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of the expectation of good. You know, some of you are are like Brother Job. Sometimes in preaching on Job, the fundamentalist minister would use the subject, why do the righteous suffer? In other words, that's what they're trying to find. Why do good people suffer? And as I've told you, and it bears repeating here, you can be morally straight, but mentally crooked, and you'll suffer. You can be morally and ethically straight and correct. But if you do not know how to positively relate to your emotions, the processes of your mind, you will suffer. And this is what happened to Job. I wondered what happened to him too. (laughs) And then I listened to him. As I told you, when people talk to me now about whatever the problem is, This is why I don't talk to, I don't have long sessions talking to people about their problems anymore. In the first place, within the first few seconds, I can tell what, why they're having those problems. And one of the reasons they're having those problems is because they think about them and talk about them. And when you think about your problem all the time and talk about it all the time, this feeds it. It gets bigger and eats you up. I listened to Job. And I heard him say, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So that's what got Job, the thing. So he didn't even know what the hell it was. (laughs) Just like some of you, you don't know why the hell you feel so bad. But you're going around crawling on your belly, feelings dragging in the dirt. Go to the psychiatrist for 10 years and pay him umpteen thousand dollars, and he still doesn't know. And these psychiatrists, they have to find some techniques also, you know, to throw off that stuff you put on them. I can tell you a little about this, It's it's been my pleasure to share with the psychiatrists at Harvard Medical School, Department of Psychiatry in Boston. One of my friends, a psychiatrist, told me that at their last convention, the psychiatrist drank more liquor than any convention in the history of that hotel. I won't tell you what city and what hotel. Now, that technique is not a technique that works. That's not the one that I'm talking about. (laughs) That's not the technique that I'm recommending to you today. You should not have to depend upon alcohol and drugs to get your mighty high. Because when you do depend... Upon these things, to get your mighty high, you haven't found the real thing yet. Because when you really find the real thing, the presence, the power of God within you, that is the highest high. Job said, the thing I greatly fear has come upon me. Why are some people so fearful? Why are they feeling dragging the ground? Some of them don't know. It's just the thing. Why do you feel so bad? I don't know. Your expensive psychiatrist, he doesn't know. You just feel bad. You have to learn how to lift up your feelings, to lift up your emotions. You should learn to practice every day pumping up your feelings. Ask yourself this question, and it's important. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? I want you to write that down. I want you to really study that. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? You've got to watch these feelings again. And where did you get these ideas and feelings? Where did I get these ideas and feelings about what I should be like at various ages? And again, I want to warn you, there are just certain things you shouldn't always be saying and telling people. You keep telling people, I am 35. And you keep on going, I am 60. I am 65, and then people project all these things onto you. Just like when people say to me, what sign are you? For God's sake, don't ever tell that. <laughs> you see, that's why I told you, you know, people say, well, Reverend Ike, don't tell me I thought up all these negative things on myself. I didn't think this. I didn't think up this rheumatism. No, the world mind already have these cut and dry negative thoughts ready for you. You see, if you're a Libra, you know, you've got it all cut out for you. <laughs> you don't have to think that up. If you under so-called under the sign, if you mentally put yourself under the sign of Libra, it's all fixed for you. And people say to me, Reverend Ike, what's your sign? I say, the dollar sign. <laughs> in the world mind, in the body of world thought, There are already certain definitions ready-made for you before you got here. This is the meaning of the scripture, born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Means that you were born into a world of negative ideas and you permitted these negative ideas to shape your destiny. But do not permit your feelings about yourself to be determined by world thought. Lift up the serpent. Lift up your feeling nature. Don't go through life crawling upon your belly. And I may say that many more times in the next few minutes before this is over because it's very important. A lot of people may poke fun at this technique of pumping up one's feelings by saying, I feel good. The real intellectual people ask it all the time. Well, Reverend, how can I say I don't feel good if I don't feel good? Yes, that is really the time you ought to say, I feel good. I feel great. I feel terrific. Before I thought of this as a technique, I remember one morning in South Carolina, I just woke up and for some reason, you know, just a blue mood. Phonograph was right beside the bed and I had a good shouting gospel record there. On. And I slapped it on the turntable and turned it up and just made one leap out of bed and started dancing. <laughs> and that was a technique that did the trick. You can turn on the radio early in the morning, hear all of these wonderful speakers giving you a charge to begin your day. God bless all of those wonderful ministers and programs. You know, whatever turns you on, find something that turns you on that doesn't hurt you and doesn't hurt anybody else. And let that be your technique for pumping up your feelings. Find somebody that turns you on. I think that each person in any kind of relationship should be benefited, should be blessed. I think that they should... You're listening to Solomon's Temple. Solomon's Temple on Hindsight Radio.
2: Hey, what's going on, Peace? Hey, Peace out. Hey, what's up?
1: How's everything, How's everything? going? How's
2: everything? Everything's good. How's everything? Can't you complain? everything is going wonderful. See, uh, the year's over with.
0: And yeah. right, right on
2: schedule, the government come up with another one, Omicron. <laughs> well,
1: you they, ain't they come
2: up with another. Come up with another one. <laughs> they,
1: just, they just keep it going right, they?
2: right During the holidays, they bring it up. So, you know, you're in the middle of having a good time with your family, and then you get that news alert. Oh, Omicron is a new threat. Take you from being happy <laughs> to sad. And people can't see that this is all scripted, you know, because at this time of the year, the flu season pretty much dies down. That's you know, right. It, it, so you usually you don't have, you know, beginning, you know, right, you know, August, September, you get a big push. It's starting to make me wonder, is there anything such thing as the flu? Really? <laughs> no, because <it's not. laughs> I started. There's no such thing. Oh, it's flu season. But I, when I, you know, I did some really good deep looking into the flu, and the flu sounds more like your body just going through a cleansing process.
1: That's all it you
2: know?
1: is. Yeah, it's
2: really that simple. It's <laughs> just going through a cleansing process because most people don't do cleanses periodically or you know every so often during the year. So the body will do it for you if you don't do it.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's really that so, simple. You yeah. know? Um, you know, it's really that it it's just like you said, it's that simple. You know, <laughs> with this this health thing is it's kinda hard to um to make it interesting. To mm-hmm. to you know, to give it a bunch of um You know A bunch of metaphysical flour It's just Mm -hmm. simple You know Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um, Well they need something to treat You know you gotta think Medical treatment is a business Yeah And we've been indoctrinated to believe That we need doctors For just about everything And I, i you know just I was listening to a recording of Dr. Daniels. She had did like a little customer appreciation recording.
0: And she said
2: that when she was in medical school, they had these dogs that they had to do life, uh, life giving treatment on or life saving treatment on. Mm -hmm. And the rule was in the class, they could not stop doing the life saving, treatment until the dog died. <laughs> that's that's what the, the goal of the class was, to kill the dog with the life-saving treatment. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And she said, you know, she didn't get the, you know, she heard what the teacher said, but she didn't really believe that that's what he was saying. So she did all the life-saving treatment. Her dog was still alive. And he said, no, keep going until the dog dies. So, I'm thinking about this. Maybe you know, just we're looking at this thing, um, in the wrong way. Maybe the medical industrial complex is simply there to keep population down. Right. Maybe that's their function. Called, and that's what they call life saving treatment.
1: Right. That's what. That's why. That's why I have respect for her.
2: Because
0: the number
1: one cause of death is the, is the medical establishment.
2: Right, they got it down officially it's, as the number three cause of death, but I think it's the number one cause of death.
1: Yeah, it is, and I think it's I think is I'm not I I think is awful nice. Did they put them at number three? I'm surprised <laughs> right. they even were putting them well, in, I, in, the, in the top ten. But I think that. You
2: know? I think that they put it in that number three spot because it's so, the numbers are so alarming that you you, you would really have to, they lie anyway, but you would really have to do some real covering up in order to uh, to, to hide. Because, you know, when I look at, you know, people I've known personally that have died, number one, they were always in the hospital. Number two, half the people I know that were relatives that died, Went in there for something, something non life threatening, and ended up dying. Yeah, like, uh, like my uncle had a knee surgery on his knee, and
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, whatever they did, you know, they put him out, he, he and they weren't monitoring him. He ended up choking on his own vomit, which caused him to lack oxygen to the brain. And they, which he said he you know he was brain dead or in a coma. Mm-hmm. But he went in there for a simple knee surgery and ended up dying. So like, and and I don't think the nurses and the doctors are killing people on purpose. I think what it is they got a protocol to follow.
1: Yeah, which they're is not going to care, practice.
2: right? That which is called the standard of care and that. Standard of care is what's what is the pro- what is causing the problem? Like right. the standard of care is just throw everybody on a ventilator because they have COVID or they have simple breathing problems. That's right. Which I, I know that's a bunch of BS. I'm an asthmatic. I, I grew up well, that's I was right. I grew up an asthmatic and I was times I could not breathe. They did throw me on a, a, a machine. They just gave me a right. simple thing, put it on my mouth. I breathed it in. Stood there for about an hour, breathing that stuff in until my they listened to my lungs and it sounded clear. Mm Mhm. Now they're putting people on these ventilators just with the slightest breathing issue. That's right. Well, you could just give them some oxygen or something else to to clear that up.
1: Yeah, you know. But it's some drugs that's 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 killing everybody. It's the drug. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: most people most people over forty are on some type of pharmaceutical drug. Even if it's a simple thing, as simple as high blood pressure. You know. Yep. And most people are on some form of drug. It's like even myself, every once in a while I feel something in my body. Mm-hmm. You know. I might feel an ache from working yeah, out.
2: Well, yeah, but you know what to do with that. Like, a lot of times it's just with me. If I start feeling something strange, I pay attention to what I did that day. A lot of times I didn't drink enough water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't That's right. get, hydrate enough, and I'll drink a couple of quick glasses of water, and that that it goes away.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, but see the, what what they're doing is they 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 taking a a pharmaceutical drug or uh, over a counter prescription drug, same poison, mm-hmm. with or without prescription. Because now you can get a lot more um, things that you could only get as a prescription. Now you can get it over the counter. You mm-hmm. get, get it at um, You had to go through a lot to get prescription. Now you can get a lot of stuff over the counter you mm-hmm. know without the doctor co-sign on it and this is what's causing a lot of problems even the, a lot of the um the so-called undocumented deaths is people taking things um that they consider harmless
3: mm-hmm. but all
1: of those things are, are, are bad
3: mm-hmm. you
1: know during this time of the year Besides you being inside all day, but really you've been inside for the last two years, you know. But mm-hmm. you, eating, you eat you eat trash, you know. I got I got a medical doctor uh, friend. He's a surgeon, mm-hmm. and he told me that six percent of what he do is from um, Thanksgiving to to April. Six sixty percent of what he does each and, and, and from from um Thanksgiving on he, he he relaxes. That's when he do his golfing and, and recharge. Mm-hmm. He do very little work during that time of the year and, and it's so easy that he can even schedule his surgery. He said, but mm-hmm. well, from Thanksgiving to it's non stop, you know. Um he said because and he, he even knows himself is because people are just eating like animals. just eating. Mm. You know, people just com- combine anything. You know, uh, the average plate at Thanksgiving is the worst food combined. It's just everything mm. put on the plate. And you just mm. eat until you eat no more. Mm. You know, and it's, and it's the worst time to eat like that because it's cold and you're not sweating. You're not moving. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is where the so-called number one cause of death, heart disease, comes from. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the heart disease. It's, it's just mild piles and piles of food and 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 you got and it's loaded. I've never been a um a big. Dessert person I've never been a dessert person I don't really care for it You know And this is when everybody Gotta have their pies On top of pies and mm-hmm. Cake on top yeah. of cake. Yeah Yeah You eat and this all stuff All that sugar. Just, Yeah Yeah Not only is it Not only is it The worst time ty- Worst types of food It's the worst time To eat like that you know. Mm-hmm. It just, then the, the the remedy with all this poison is pharmaceutical mm. drugs or emergency surgery. Mm.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, so really the number one cause of death is just pure ignorance. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's pure yeah. ignorance. Um you know, and and see we're in this era now where people are inside more, but they can't take knowledge the way they used to take it. You have Mm -hmm. to trick people to give them knowledge. You have to give them, it used to be you could give them a spoonful at a time. Now you have to give them a a bike, you know, a sound bike. Man, a a tiktok.
2: Yeah, you got to slip it in there.
1: But man, man, But just really slow right now. Is mm. you know you have to you have to take a um take information and cut it and then cut it and cut it and make sure it less it's a thirty second bite mm. because if they get too much, their brain will explode. You know. Yeah, I I have to agree with that. Yeah, you're right. It it's from being inside with all these fast pics to movies and. Rapid fire movies, rapid fire everything. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. Back in the day, kids would have seizures from seeing Pokemon. It was mm. so much photosensitivity. Now, if it if, if Pokemon is not if it's not at that Pokemon level, a child would not watch it. They can't mm. watch it. You know. I I didn't try to show my my um, granddaughter um, certain cartoons that I, that I watch as a kid. They you don't want to watch it. They don't like it, or they're immediately wanting to look at something else. And it's even hard for kids to sit still and watch TV. Mm-hmm. You know, people can't do it now. It, it used to be. Disrespectful to watch TV and talk mm-hmm. You can't do it now Now people can't The average person can't sit and watch a, a movie No more mm-hmm. <laughs> You know they're talking about church I don't think they can sit in church no more
3: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think nobody can sit in church And listen to the preacher. Without texting mm. or looking on their com- they phone or having a side conversation in the church, you know, um, the library is the loudest place in the building now.
2: Remember, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't talk in the library. That was like, you couldn't uh,
1: talk. Oh, no, it, had, it was so quiet in the library when I was coming up there. When you went to the help desk, you whispered up down. Mm. Yeah, right. (laughs) Now it's just loud conversation in the library, and it's a it's a media gallery. Mm. You know, it's it's a it's a media gallery. But see, you know what you're seeing is a a, is a degeneration Mm -hmm. on so many levels of the race it's a complete degeneration to the point that the average person don't even realize they degenerate. You know, what what was considered at morality is becoming the norm. And so what's normal is not a compliment anymore. It just, it just means what's acceptable. Mm -hmm. Um, it, 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 it is 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 bad, you know. You can't even tell what's a real woman or what's a fake woman no more. Oh no, you know? man, yeah. You know, and and, and I'm not talking about transsexuals, which mm-hmm. I definitely ain't apologizing for saying that's against God and against the creators, You know, because this is an apologetic society. You got to apologize
3: for mm-hmm. the
1: truth. Um, transsexual is wrong. You can't say that, though. You know? <laughs> and, 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 and people would look at you and it's like, you can't say that a transsexual is against nature?
2: Mm. I mean, it's I You obviously. know, and
1: there's no it's no hate to not, nobody. And there's definitely not an apology for well,
2: me we or, a, it, a
1: media, there's no or, or water yeah. down what I'm saying. That's totally against the creator. And, and I'm, I'm I'm far from being apologetic with that statement. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that um, you know,
2: they're not a, accepting themselves how they were created.
1: That's right.
2: This is that simple. And that's
1: my thing because I'm not no, I'm not um, I'm not gonna waste my energy and try to fight a fight in a degenerate society. But I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit here and try to pretend like degenerate behavior mm-hmm. is acceptable either. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh they can counsel culture all they because you know, it's but it's it, it, it like um I really observed the world. And I mm-hmm. really observed where we were at one point just to just to bookmark where we go. Mhm. A lot of people don't know where we where we have have came from. I'd like to see how far we have failed you know <laughs> because it's just things that people don't see, and they and they're just like oh you know no, we, we you ain't I mean, you don't know if you look at you don't know what you're looking at with women. It's like all oh, these girls are fake, their bodies are fake Attitude you know I fake. was um, yeah, it's like you know what's sad man, about just, that. They
2: what? don't want to own that. They don't want to own that. That listen, you're failing, and you 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 don't have relationships, or can't even maintain relationships because of the way you're carrying yourself. And when that's brought to them, they get it mad. They they get upset. You're hating. You you, you downgrading. No, I'm not right. downgrading. It's a fact. You, it's, that's right. It's, it is and it's an epidemic in our community. Epidemic. It really is it's an epidemic meaning the relationship the generation between our people is, is man and woman is is the word proportion. Mhm. And that's and the problem is not the problem the problem is not recognizing the problem or wanting that's to right. admit there's a problem. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. you know, you're not wanting to admit it and own it like we are in a if we don't get our stuff together as a people, we'll be out in the next twenty years. It's gonna
3: happen.
2: Mhm. I think it's, it's gonna
1: happen.
3: Yeah.
2: Well <laughs> nature will take care of the problem. You know that mm-hmm. you can bank on. Then it'll just be another group of of. uh It'll make a way for us to survive through it. What has to happen? A generation of these mindsets have to die off. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know those ones that carry in these negative mindsets, these these masculine, you know. With the females, with the masculine energy, that's gonna die off that's because right. they're not gonna be able to mate. They're not gonna be able to reproduce because the natural instincts of a man is not gonna be attracted to that and want to reproduce with that. And then right now, if you look at the brothers, now they're they're kind of fed up. They kind of they are fed up. They're they not don't even... want them. Mm-mm.
1: They're not gonna marry none of these girls. I talk with them every day. They're not gonna marry them. They don't Mm-mm. want to. Mm-hmm. And, and um, they don't want to because I, I, I talk with these young boys daily. They d- don't want them. Mm-hmm. You know why? They and, and, on, what, what's the reasons? What are their reasons? It, it, their headaches. They see with with the um what we went through. They, they mm-hmm. see it. It, it, it. It's the opposite of what it was. Okay, like my generation. My generation. Mm-hmm. Decided to not hit women no more. Mm-hmm. See, see, my generation saw their daddies smack their mamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, it was. I didn't witness coming. that
2: myself in my home, but I know. You know, we had families that we went to church, with that you know that was a that was a yeah. that was
1: an issue. And, and your daddy didn't didn't if you didn't see your daddy hit your mama, you mm-hmm. saw. If if you didn't see him here though, he was the type of woman to know that if he did get out of the pocket, that was a major possibility, and she Got wouldn't it. put herself in the pocket because he knew mm. that men handled their own homes. That see, mm. when I was coming up, the men didn't go to jail like that for for, for mm-hmm. checking. They went, you know, oh, um, <laughs> you they, know, they didn't go to jail. It's like. Uh, 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 a brother, your, your daddy, brother, somebody, uh, somebody, I uh, uh, talked to him, and she mm. didn't hear all this loud out of the pocket shit. And it ain't because this is the thing that 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 these loud mouth sisters say. Where the women, the women work then too, especially the black women. So don't get don't get it twisted. They work, mm. you know? My grandmom and them, they worked. They had jobs. Some <laughs> of them didn't, but, but all of them did. Because we, ain't, we, ain't, we weren't making money like that. So stop, you, you know we what had I'm
2: saying? It was no choice. We weren't, we weren't rich. That's right. Yeah, so both it people had no to light go light make them some them. type of money. And that that's wasn't right. a problem because I knew if you wanted to survive, that's what you had.
1: You mm-hmm. It wasn't no um, slack on the man. It was just that, hey, we got to come together. And then might not have worked a no full-time job, we grew he up in a, a
2: system of that over? Yeah, we grew up in a system where they made it hard for the black male to make money. That's
3: right.
2: Yes. They made it very hard. You know, they were I mean I experienced that, you know, the money I was making they brought bring a person in for me to train and pay him more. That's right. Or get rid of me after they got him trained. That's happened to me a couple of times. So there's a lot of variables into why you needed the two income household um, back then. Because we <laughs> was deliberately shut out of certain jobs. You know, now with the equal opportunities I mean they still do it to a degree but it's not as prevalent as it was, you know, in the seventies, eighties and the nineties. It's not as prevalent that, you know, whole you know, like in the South there you know, they have those plants like union camp. I think it's International paper now, but before it was union camp to get a, you know, they used to do shutdowns and do welding to, you know, to fix up the equipment. Only though they would make sure that the white guys got those contracts mm-hmm. and you, in order for them to even get the contract, they had to hire on a white guy who didn't know anything about the, uh, Welding to get them in the door those are the things that our our uncles and our fathers dealt with when we were young that's right and the women understood that that's what they was going through and was sympathetic so they went out and helped hold it down just as much as they did now we live in a generation where they're expecting a meal ticket that's right you know you, you as a man are supposed to do all of this and I'm going to provide just my good looks to you. That's right. <laughs> just That's people right. That actually think like that. They're, they're, they're thinking mm-hmm. like that. They're mm-hmm. actually thinking, I, I'm going to just, this is all I, just me, just me being here is, is enough. That's like, right. Excuse me? Because now, and, and, and it kind of backfired because now, in this latest generation, men have been forced to cook for themselves and and do everything themselves. Now, okay, what do I need a wife or a girlfriend for if I'm doing all this you know what myself? You? What am I? What do I need? I don't. What else you can provide that's unique that I would really need?
1: Other than some pussy,
2: right? Other than sex or something like that.
3: Because no, I'm I'm, I'm calling the what
2: Hmm? I'm, right. <laughs> I'm paying all the bills. Plus, I already washed my clothes. I already cooked. Oh, <laughs> now with all of the restaurants out there, I could just hire somebody to do that with That's no right. aggravation. No extras. No problems. A per- oh, because you cook this meal for me? How much does it cost? Here's the money. There's my meal.
1: Wait a minute. What you talking about? Huh? <laughs> what you talking about? I'm talking about... about- cooking you know
2: before no, the that thing was what
1: cooking saying. but you, right. what you're
2: talking about who cooking right i'm talking about men when they you know men who 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 live alone or they don't have anything significant no, yeah, going on yeah
1: okay I because i'm being friendly because they hey these cookers ain't cooking no more they're not they're not that, they're not that's,
2: cooking that's, they're not cooking like my mom was, was, was cooking my mother was cooking not. every day That's right. It wasn't until like later on she like when I became a teenager, late, you know, almost my twenties, she didn't really cook every day. But at the same time my father cooked as well. He cooked some of the meals too. But going out to a restaurant was very rare. That was a special occasion in my house. Like we going out. Or if they ordered like Kentucky fried chicken or something. That was special. <laughs> that That's was right. not That was like that was eating out is the norm. It's the normal norm. thing to do. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. that has backfired on our relationships because that necessity to, to to provide a meal in the home by either party is is not required anymore. Because why? Because you got so many restaurants out there that you pay them, they'll feed you.
3: That's it's right. junk
2: food, but they'll feed you.
3: So, mm-hmm.
2: What what I'm trying to say is it has, when you come up from the approach of traditional values and stuff like that, things that we, we grew up with to now, relationships right. got problems.
3: That's because right. Things
2: that was a necessity or what was Okay, expected of one party or the other. That's not ex- an expectation anymore, because, like I mm-hmm. said, me, I I have, you know, for a good number of years, I you know paid everything, or oh, I, you know, right. I each breadwinner. Then when I had to cook, when I, I cooked for myself and you know manage the money when i look around i'm like okay and i start to ask myself what benefit would a woman provide to my life that's right without outside of those things what outside of those things that i'm already doing for myself what benefit would a woman provide to my life a companionship okay
1: that's why I said the most vulgar thing I could say. Yeah, and, that, and I'm only
2: saying this, just putting it out there, because that's how a lot of young guys are thinking right now. And that's, that's why right. I know that relationship will suffer, because they are forced, because they grew up in a household where their mamas wasn't cooking or doing anything. They had to go on, or they was
1: heating stuff up in the microwave. You know, man, I, I um. I see so many people. Not, I mean, I, I like I live in a different world for most people. hmm So, and, and are you, well, how many people do the dog-ass and overeat? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot. You know, just because, you, just because you, the restaurants are closed, people actually think that the world has went back to
2: cooking. No, they didn't. They just started spending mo- their money differently.
1: They don't go out. They just get the people to bring it to them now. There's a, there's a major problem. <laughs> I'm so glad mm-hmm. I'm old school.
2: <laughs> they made it convenient for people to be lazy. Mm-hmm. And with that convenience came a degradation of the basic man and woman relationship. That's right. With those, all of those convenience, like I said, because now you've taken, you, you've taken out what the big things that kept relationships together. You know, I'm going to go out here, the guy go out there, I'm going to make this happen, I'm going to pay these bills, I'm going to do this, I'm going to work hard, make sure we got food on the table. Okay, if you're going to work or not work, this is your role. Those roles are blurred now. You're like, who's doing mm-hmm. what? And I'm going to tell what?
1: you something that really – let me tell you something that really blew my mind, especially for 2021. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, men never come see me for a relationship; they don't care. You know, you, you, but women, I know what. You
2: well, what do you? Why do you think they don't? We
1: just we. Well, I'm using the word man. Men care about being successful and making money and protecting right. and providing right. income. Right that have a male product. I'm talking about men, not males. That's what I'm now, I what talking about. Yeah. Now, women, that's all they care about. Like for instance, 98% of women that come see me in relationship or tape. When they come here mm-hmm. to read, that's really what they're looking for. See if they're going to have it's, a break. About about what's going on with their relationship, can I help them make it better? Mm -hmm. If I was a psychic person, I'd be like, what's wrong with your relationship? That's all you got to do to a woman, for real. Even if they Mm -hmm. know it, it's going to come up in the reach. Trust me on that. That's what Mm -hmm. they care about. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: But for twenty one. As sure as I'm talking to you, do you know that the number one thing that these sisters was wanting to help with was to get another woman? I can't Mm, make this mm, up. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't get a lot of male and female relationships like typical, but it was mm. so over the top. And I'm talking about in the age of under thirty. From the women in their 20s to 30s, this is what they were asking for. And, I, and, and, and the women in the 20s and 30s is more, you know, they're more marketing themselves at their age. You know, most mm-hmm. of the women over 30 are in some serious relationship. Even if they not married, they, they at least got a significant person.
0: But yeah, these
1: girls, and not only are they, um, looking for these these female relationships. They are doing violent things. I've helped so mm-hmm. many sisters get, get out of the, out of the um, trouble because they had gotten in trouble for busting out a woman's car for shooting up another man's house. hmm. It's like they, 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 they are stronger with, it's like a big... um. Surprisingly, it's a lot of um, women dealing with uh, women. Now, Mm -hmm. it used to be... uh, That's why they're
2: building more prisons for
1: women. They're building them more for women,
2: not for men
1: anymore. Right. That's deep because, like, these women, it's like, used to be a man to make a joke like, yeah, I want two women
0: Mm -hmm. to sleep with
1: each other. They used to be a joke. But what they're not realizing is these women are not sleeping with women and men. They're mm-hmm. only with with women. And mm-hmm. and um, I'm not talking about bisexual women. I'm talking mm-hmm. about these women. And some of these women, I ask them all the same question. you ever been with a man? Do you know most of them, a lot of them saying they've never been with a man? And they ask mm-hmm. them, is it because of some traumatic reason? And girls, no, women. it's not. No. Mm -hmm. Now, you used to say that men raped and molested some of the women. Some of these is doing it by choice. They got got good daddies. How Mm do you do this if you got a good daddy? It's something else that's happening. Programming.
2: The television shows are showing that. Especially Mm my South sisters. They're not showing them in relationships with black males. They're showing them in relationships with black females. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you watch a lot of TV, you watch a lot of these reality shows, and, you know, which a lot of them, if you just, when now, now that you have that information, now when you start confronting them, ask them what their media content is. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, it's a lot of reality shows. They watch TV, mm-hmm. because TV programs the next generation for what they're going to accept.
1: That's right.
2: Because, Remember, when they started showing more homosexual relationships in mid to late 90s, and then you know, all throughout the 2000s, they kept ramping it up, ramping it up. They started with the Ellen DeGeneres on Roseanne. Remember that?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: And, you know, other shows, they do. They ramp it up, ramp it up. Now it's full blown. Any, you cannot watch anything, even cartoons are showing Homosexual relationships.
3: Yes, right. The stuff
2: the children are watching. They're showing this, so that's why it, 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 they don't need traumatic experiences to go that way anymore. It's considered normal now. And if and you talk you, about it, if you if you say, "Oh, that's not right," they look at you like you old
1: fashioned. Old fashioned. Now you fast forward, and I've been saying this for years. People will. They brains. No, ain't nobody gonna notice it. Those mm-hmm. people gonna notice are the old. They gonna call them. They gonna call us old farts.
3: Mhm.
1: The old people, which would be us in the future, are gonna be saying what happened. Mhm. This thing is gonna. This thing is gonna be so big because people are not charting the direction we're going. They just going with it. Mhm. You know, I always look at how the world progresses. Mm -hmm. I I always look at that and look at how we go from here to here. Mm -hmm. This is the thing nobody talks about. Like most Mm -hmm. people have noticed that we on lockdown.
2: (laughs) You know, a lot of people
1: don't know we on lockdown right now.
2: That they still are. They just eased some restrictions. That's all they did.
1: You know, it's like, you know, it's been going on two years, and we've been in the house for two years, and nobody's really talking about it. Mm-mm. It's normal now. Because we have been locked down with masks on our face, and ain't nobody mm-hmm. saying what the fuck going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> Something is wrong. And here's the thing,
2: and they can't say they see a bunch of people dying, because that's not happening. Mm-hmm. They're hearing about people dying. Now, I want to go back to what you said about brothers don't really. Talk about relationships or even Talk about the issues they're having in relationships Right I want to go back To that one of the major reasons Part of the reasons why brothers don't talk About it because no one wants to hear it Nobody cares <laughs> Think about it I, 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 mm-hmm. I've, I've actually tested this Like i purposely tested this Like in, in my Relationships I've tested it across the board, and I've been doing it for years now. And I am totally convinced. And like you said, women come and they want advice on how to keep their relationship going, whatever, right? That, that's what they're interested right. in as far as the relationship. And I think men right. are interested in keeping their relationships going, but they have tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, but nobody gives a shit about mm-hmm. how they feel in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's a major factor Why they're not wanting to marry these women Mm -hmm. Because Guess guess what has happened This is what happened The women are giving their bodies You know remember when we were coming up To have sex with a girl at a young age Was an accomplishment That's right That was work right Now it's not work anymore Mm -hmm. It's an experiment Now the kids are experimenting and and more women than ever are just having casual sex now. And they, all oh, we're oh, not in a relationship. They're just, we you know, we're just having sex.
1: And the girls are farming it. <laughs>
2: and, and, and the thing is, it's not the guys initiating it. It's the women who's pushing that agenda, the non-commitment. But what That's happens right. is your biological clock kicks in all the time the same that's females right. that was pushing that agenda, now they want the relationships. Because I can tell you, the women that's coming you and want to do these relationships, most of them are over 30. That's right. <laughs> right? But that's in the, right. You go back 10 years prior, they were pushing that uh, casual sex relationship agenda. No, oh, you know, we're just kicking mm-hmm. it type thing. But the biological clock, don't lie. I want to let that's you right. Down. But you don't... You done had all these casual relationships, and a man don't have to know the woman to know that that's the type of woman she is. Mm-mm. It's just our that's instincts. Right. Our instinct sees it a mile away. We we it's the energy that emits from that woman when you when they when they're living that lifestyle, and I, and, and 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 they're no, so not in tune with our feelings that they
3: think that's we right. are
2: bsing. When we say what we say about that, right. think we just
1: we just talking. No, then you yeah. got then you got then you got um, really low level women like Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. that makes it worse. You got a billionaire. I don't care if he act crazy. We you got a billionaire that he playing with. Like he has made him into the face of a clown. Mm-hmm. And this man is telling this—a black man telling this whatever. I want my mm-hmm. family. I want to be have my kids in my house. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Mm-hmm. It's awful on some levels because it is making a man that's trying to do right look like a fool, and it's sending the mm-hmm. wrong message. You know, and he looked so much like a sucker. You mm-hmm. know how I many how many if he had took his billion dollars and been with a sister, mm-hmm. he would have changed a whole generation's home. Like a whole family. Mm-hmm. A generation change what happened. And much mm-hmm. as I I, I I really think a lot about I thought Michael Jackson I applaud his what he did for his success. But he did the same thing. Yeah. You know. He he took he took um white women and made their kids. Took a whole billion billions of dollars and put it back into them their hands. Mm-hmm.
2: No, let, let let me I'm gonna just be the devil's advocate um be be the devil's advocate here on that one. Okay. Put, look at Michael Jackson and the amount of money he got, right, and the fame he got. And you look at okay. the state of consciousness of our system today. did you really think he could find a sister that would treat him like he deserved?
1: Oh, that's funny. You got a good point. <laughs> think
2: about it. Think about it. Come on, bro. You know, we, we can sit here and easily say, well, he he put that in the white people's hands. No, the sisters put it in the white people's hands by their jacked up behavior. That's right. <laughs> because if that was an option, if that was an option, then, oh, um, you know, because we naturally look for our sisters to come go after. We that's us. We ain't running. We really don't want no white woman. If you a real. Brother, you really don't want to, that's a secondary option. I don't have anything against white women, but that is not what I'm mostly attracted to. Oh, that's right. Within a, a woman, a house with a, a, with a with a black woman, been around nothing but sisters. That's all I really want. If I'm going out with me, just speaking for myself, if I'm going in that direction, that means that I'm in a desperate position, and this is what this is where I want to be. That's right. You know. So, hey, it's eleven o'clock. So uh, I got a consultation. I got to get on. Um,
1: so go ahead and let everybody you, know
2: where you where you at. You, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, man, you you saying some real stuff right now. You know, think about um, <laughs> it.
3: It's it's not
2: it's yeah. not as simple as that's just what he wanted to do. I a Plus the way he was raised. Yeah, That's there
1: ain't no uh, around girls when he was I young. I agree with you. I agree mm-hmm. with you because they would look at him as a cornball. Mm-hmm. And they would they have clowned him for being intelligent. <laughs> good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
2: And then took all his money. He took him to court. Look, our sisters, they love taking us to court now. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> Not right. Not
1: all of them, but a lot
2: of them, that they, they go to.
1: You know. That's right. All right. You, know. you got a good point. <laughs> right. Real facts Okay. Okay. Um, our number is eight oh Solomon's Temple. Our number is eight oh three six six one eight nine four five. We're located in Columbia, South Carolina, seventy two oh one Port Lane Road. Call us for for consultations and health products and spiritual um products. All right. Mm-hmm. Peace, brother.
2: All right, peace, peace. Till next
1: time. All right. Till next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.